welcome to Accountability Talks with HEA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. Today, we're talking about citizen-centric reports. We have John Staley from the Fairfax City Council, as well as our AGA CEO, Ann Everts. And we'll talk about Fairfax's report, as well as some of the other CCRs throughout the country. So welcome John and Ann to the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today we have John Staley from Fairfax City Council and Ann Eberts, our AGA CEO. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Well, great. Uh, today we're going to talk about citizen-centric reporting. Um, and I want, but I want to start off first, John. If you could just give us a little bit of your background, and then Ann, you know, you as well. Okay. A- absolutely. Well, well, thank you for being here. I, I know that we're you can't see us, but we're recording in the city of Fairfax. So thank you for taking your podcast offsite this morning. <laughs> uh, I am John Staley. I'm one of six council members here in the city of Fairfax. In the Commonwealth of Virginia, city uh, council members are part-time, so I am also the director with a company called Performa, and I'm an adjunct professor at West Virginia University. I'm in my second term here in the city of Fairfax on the city council. Great. So, John, you're a busy guy. <laughs> so, I'm Ann Eberts. I'm AGA CEO. I've been in this role since October 2014. Um, and for we end up, uh, we have chapters across the country. We Our members are federal, state, local government, tribal, entities, private sector as well, all pushing forth um, and trying to improve government accountability and transparency. And I, I love the fact that we're talking, going to talk today about citizen-centric reporting. Mm-hmm. We, uh, AGA, about 10, 11 years ago, my predecessor, Relman Van Daniker, um, basically said we need to be able to communicate more clearly and succinctly to the citizens about what their governments do. Mm -hmm. And so he came up with, um, with a group of folks, the Citizen-Centric Report, which is a four-page report, very succinctly talks about, you know, mission and goals, demographics, how much money spent, where it goes, and what's next. Right. So very, very easy. Um, Several years ago, we started with the Government Case Challenge. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to involve students in thinking about how governments can communicate or should be communicating with their citizens. So the Government Case Challenge uh, takes place every every fall. Uh, we also last year added, or this year we're adding a spring Government Case Challenge, where we reach out to professors at universities and academic um, leaders and talk about the, the case challenge, which would be for schools to form teams of three students mm-hmm. with one faculty advisor. We identify, um, once they've you know, applied or submitted a, um, an application to participate, we let them know, when, you know what the process is, and we send them information from a target city, mm-hmm. publicly available information, but right. they don't know the city until we start the actual process. So these students have two weeks to look at all this data and come up with their view of how the citizens should be communicated to about that city. Mm-hmm. And um, you know they have two weeks to do this and I'm, I'm always amazed at how much information they can provide and how much they've been able to distill through this data because they're not familiar with it. Right. And what I try to talk to um, other agencies and government entities about is if students th- who are unfamiliar with this data can pull together a citizen-centric report in two weeks, in addition to having a full caseload, then why can't government entities do this? Absolutely. This, this should be easy. 
Well, John, I think that leads to you. So how did you all decide to, uh, to do a citizen-centric report? You know, it, it's all about building off of foundations. Mm -hmm. and, and when I came on council, the foundation had been laid. Uh, Councilmember DeMarco and, and the previous city council had actually adopted a set of goals that mm -hmm. they were trying to orient around. So, you know, one of those tips and tricks as you're thinking about, you know, how do you make this happen in your mm -hmm. world is, is you start with what's there. Right. And when the foundation had been laid, as I was running for council and, and, and eventually elected, I, I was able to, to get with Councilmember DeMarco and, and the other leaders and say, hey, what do you think about taking the next step? And, and I actually had the privilege of learning from Van when, when I was in, in a fellowship program where he, he, he talked about the CCR. Mm -hmm. So it was something I was familiar with. Oh, and, wow. and when I shared it with my colleagues, they thought, well, this is a, this is a potential starting point for us. And we were able to get quick traction on it. Right. And, and then I had the opportunity to, to talk with Ann about the city of Fairfax being the, the target city. And so all of a sudden we had a lot of energy and momentum around being being that target city. Right. And, and that moment really, because we were able to leverage what was existing, right. an existing template, a, an energetic set of students, it really set the stage for what we were trying to do. Right. So, and, and that was in 2017, correct? The first report you all did? It was, yep. So uh, talk a little bit more about the creation of that first CCR. I, I know it was part of that uh, the government fin finance case challenge, but um, you know what was the process? Did the students kind of take the first crack, and then how did you all get involved and fi eventually finalize? You know, a absolutely. So again, this is all about getting that buy-in. You know, we just uh, had our city manager Bob Sisson just retired after 27 years, and when I took this idea as a new council member and had some council colleagues backing, he embraced it, mm -hmm. and that was really a key moment. You know. Bob has been a fantastic leader here in the, in the city of Fairfax, and when he saw this opportunity, instead of saying, I'm not sure, he said, absolutely go for it. We had uh, Mayor Meyer, our, our mayor in the city of Fairfax, say, not only should we do it, let's absolutely embrace it. In fact, we announced that we were the target city live at one of our city council meetings, oh, right? Wow. So okay. there was a wholehearted effort behind the, 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 the scenes to say, yes, we're going to do it. And all the while, the groundwork was laid for us to learn from the students mm -hmm. and then publish our own, which was very energizing for, for me as a council member working with the students to say, not only are we going to receive your information, we're going to do something with it. We're right. going to use it. We're going to use it. We're going to produce right. one. And, and, and that really was a key element. The other thing that the tip and trick I would share with folks is we had two council members on the committee judging it. So not only Councilmember mm. DeMarco, but Councilmember Jennifer Passy okay. was on the actual judging committee. So they got to mm -hmm. see what was happening, how it was pulling together. Our, our city clerk, Melanie Crowder, coordinated a response. So again, our city manager said, yes, we want to do this. We, in fact, let the students ask questions. Mm. And we took the questions out to the city staff. So they knew this was coming on. They were excited to see what was happening. And so as they were looking at publicly available data, if they had a question about it or said, tell me more about this piece, we could actually have a conversation with them. And that dialogue really laid the foundation for people to say, yes, we want to do this, and yes, we want to move it forward. And what's, what was interesting, too, is the questions that were asked came from multiple teams, competing teams. Mm -hmm. So there's the, the winning team is the um, North Carolina State University, which you know, you leverage some of their information and, and their, their model, but it, you know, they asked questions and you provided information that went back to all of the teams, not just the winning team. So, right. you know, there's a, a lot of good information exchange. And where John, I thought it was great that we had some council folks that participated on the, on the judging. We also had accountability experts, mm -hmm. you know, from around the country that formed that judging panel, which is great. So we, we involve the community of of professionals that are focused and really believe in 
the, the quality and the kind of communication you can have with citizens. So they're very passionate about right. CCRs. Well, I want to talk about a couple things. So we'll start with um, kind of more what went into this. How did you decide what to display in the report? And then later on, also, how do you get this out to your, you know, Fairfax citizens, so to speak. But um, so let's start off with, you know, what I'm, I'm looking at the report right now. We'll have a link on our website so everybody can see it. It's a really nice report. Um, I love the visual aspects. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very easy to read and it's not too much information overwhelming me. It's nicely laid out. How, how'd you all decide, um, you know, what type of information to include and maybe what not to include? Yeah, this is where being the target city for the case challenge paid off in spades. Right. Right. We, we had a starting point. Not only did we look at the winning team, but we looked at everybody's and, and mm -hmm. literally we sat in the same room we're recording and we cut out parts ah, and taped them together. It was ideas. it was old school, mm -hmm. right? At the local <laughs> government, we steal good ideas. So it's good. the best yeah. of. Best of. It was the best of to put it together. And, and what it really allowed uh, to do, and, and I mentioned I'm at Western Union University, we teach leadership and change management mm -hmm. there. It opened people's minds, right? It yeah. didn't give them a blank sheet of paper. It said, this is mm -hmm. what external people looking at our city mm -hmm. think. Hmm. Do we like it? Is it what the message we want to share? Is it is there something off about that message? And we went back and forth. And the other key element of that is, mm -hmm. you know, we're, I'm one of six council members, right? right? We're all independently elected. We, we have, you know, mm -hmm. all the dynamics you can imagine of six people trying to, to govern. Um, Councilmember DeMarco and I made sure to walk around to each of them and get feedback and oh, say, okay. what is working here? What isn't working here? And what was great is, the first draft of this had more information in one area that we cut out hmm. because the feedback was, I'm not sure this is painting the message that makes sense to the citizens. Sure. And that iterative feedback and creating the space to, to buy in and take a look at what was very critical uh, to that space. So we had the, the cutting room floor, if you will, of what was out there putting it together. And then we had what I think is critical, and, and, and kudos to AGA for this, we, we had a template, right? It right. wasn't like it could be six pages. It's four pages, right? That's it. That's it. Right. That, that, those are the rules. Like it, don't like it, those are the rules we're playing by. And that was really helpful to forcing people to make decisions. And I think what's what's powerful about the citizen-centric report is there are a lot of there's a lot of great information on your website, John, but a lot of the, the reports are, you know, accounting or financial people would understand your mm -hmm. budget documents or your I mean, so they're very detailed and the way the CCR is, is really gauged, the citizen-centric report is really gauged, is to talk to a, a citizen that doesn't necessarily have a financial background or a technical mm -hmm. background, but just, you know, could be, you know, doctor, lawyer, you know, grocery store. PTA mom. PTA mom, mm -hmm. swim team mom, whatever. Um, and it's, but you also have the linkages or the website addresses of those detailed reports. So if somebody wants to dive deeper into the data, mm -hmm. they can certainly do it. But this is like the first, you know, the first cut, or not the first cut, but the, you know, a higher level uh, look at a lot of different things that your city does. And, and I would say to, to talk about how we <coughs> pick different elements yes. of it a little mm -hmm. bit as right. where we're headed there. We have two things going for us. One, the back page, so what the mm. future holds. Ah, right. We're rewriting our comprehensive plan. Right? It's the first time we've really delved into it significantly. And so we had a chance to preview some of it. So intentionally on the front page is a quote that is our guiding principle for the, the 2035 plan. And the back page says, pay attention to this. Mm -hmm. Not many folks know about the comprehensive plan unless you're in government, but it really is that foundation that developers are looking at, that I'm making decision mm -hmm. on, our planning commission. And so we had a chance to highlight something that was there. The second thing we did, and kudos to our acting city manager, Dave Hodgkins, for thinking about this, was 
focused on the visualization of the goals. Mm -hmm. You'll notice throughout the report we have the same picture for all of the goals. Right. Mm -hmm. That seems intuitive. That was kind of an aha moment mm -hmm. of making sure the colors match, making sure the visual is there so you can walk a reader through it. Connects everything. That was very helpful for us to see it together and create that color visualization. Yeah. Two other things I want to highlight is one, the financials on page three. Mm -hmm. We were struggling. Mm -hmm. We have multiple accounts. What should we do with what's enough, what's not enough? And, and as Ann mentioned, if you're an accounting person or a budget person, you want it all out there. Mm -hmm. We chose to just do the general fund. We okay. said, you know what? Don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. Mm -hmm. This is the general fund. And then we decided to do percentages, not dollar amounts. Yeah. Make it simple for someone to start the conversation in there and just say, here's what we're doing. And, and actually, this visualization was done by one of our staff in-house oh. that put together a pretty complicated pie chart that does a lot of layered information. This that was a great, great yeah. foundation for us to talk about multiple bits of information. I mean, look, we all consume information via our phones. If you can't tweet it, I'm not sure people are paying attention to it. <laughs> right. So we put that mentality here. Can yeah. this stand alone in a tweet? Can it get you mm -hmm. what you need? Can you really ask it? And, and that took a lot of effort to get that visualization in a space that, that I'm pretty proud of. No, yeah. I think it looks great. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, I think the visual thing is very important. Again, somebody's going to want to kind of do a quick read or you know, get, a, get a feel for what is what is this information. I mean, I think it just really jumps out at you. You know, I mean, even the pie chart sounds simple, but the way you guys kind of add additional elements to it makes it, you know, even pop out more. But this is, you know, related to education, and you see it popping out 40%. It's just, yeah. I mean, the colors, everything, I think this is really a great example for others mm -hmm. to, to look at if they're interested. Um, and again, um, I think again it speaks to what a lot of you know folks that aren't accountants might be interested in that live in the city. You know what's going on in the city, what's coming up in these next few years. You know, there's all these projects going on right now. I, mean, I live about two miles down the road, and I mean there's a lot going on in Fairfax. The last couple of years is amazing how much is happening. So you know this really kind of goes along with that. You know, it really pulls that out. Uh, and, and just to sort of build on one other piece there, you know, our current council, you know, is, is made up of, of across five generations, right? And mm -hmm. it's incredibly interesting to watch and Councilmember Miller who was on the previous council and is on this council as well again has been involved in the city for many years and has been involved in the schools for many years in the city of Fairfax we have a separate school board and how how do we get our heads around that well we put a stamp in here that said if you're looking for education metrics right our school board is in charge of that and you can check out their website and be there. That was another moment where we were able to come together, leverage great thinking from people who've been around in and out of the city and say, this is how we're telling our story. We're unique here in the city of Fairfax, right? We own our buildings. We contract with the county for the, the educational services. So mm -hmm. how do we put that piece into there? And that piece came because of the students. We had a lot of questions early on from the students about educational metrics. And because we had that, the, Bob Sisson created the space we could talk to staff. We actually said, you know, there's a separate entity called the school board. And the students looked at that, and they helped us figure out how to square that circle. So lots mm -hmm. of little, you know, nuances here and there in the report building that worked for us. Right. And because we figured it out together as a group, now it's got the legs to continue on. And this next council is looking at it going, let, let's reorganize and let's, let's think about what our goals are going to be for the next two years. Mm -hmm. We're having that process in October this year, and, and we'll refresh the goals and be ready to, to share it moving forward. So it's become that springboard point. And so are you all uh, planning on continuing the report? or 
this year? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. the, the, the second annual report and, and third annual report, we're on a two-year cycle here, so mm -hmm. I'm excited to shepherd those through. Um, we did a lot of conversations about when to release it. Hmm. Um, you know, really, and, and thanks to AGA, the guidance of, you know, wait till your audit's done so you can put a link to it. You know, on page yeah. three, you've got the, the uh, GFOA awards, um, uh, putting the, the stamp of approval of where that information comes from. So that rhythm was, is really important to us. Well, that and um, having the clean audit, which, you know, reaffirms to the citizens that, you know, you're managing their funds well and appropriately and it's all accounted for. So, no, I think it's very important. What, one of the things that I really thought was cool with the winning team is um, the film that they put together, they did a mock city council meeting, mm. which was I thought was fascinating. So the three students, they dressed appropriately. They had their little name placards with the city seal on it, and they, they really looked at what would a typical citizen w be concerned about and mm -hmm. they picked I think it was a, a working mom who owned a business who had children in school and wanted to you know concerned about uh, education uh, transportation small businesses support for small businesses in the city right. so they the mock council meeting was all about that which mm -hmm. I thought was great and it pulled out aspects from really each page of the CCR that would be important to a normal typical citizen so, right right so I thought that was uh, very smart of them to do <laughs> so I'm curious for the this year the next year how do, you, how do you see this report potentially changing or are you going to use a similar format or similar metrics or have you thought about it yeah great question so I, I think page two we haven't talked mm -hmm. a lot about hmm. you know figuring out what metrics to put on there was a challenge right uh, when when our council colleagues were looking at it, a lot of it was process metrics. And we kept asking, does that really mean something to the average person out there? Mm -hmm. I think these will evolve over time. I, I think it was a great mm -hmm. start. A couple of you know suggestions. One, we put trend lines in here. Mm -hmm. uh, that was Dave Hodgkins really pushing for and Councilmember DeMarco pushing for saying, we need to show it not just point in time, but we're a city, we're, we're moving and constantly changing. Mm -hmm. um, that was very important to us. Also, the what we've accomplished was a really um, useful moment to box it in. It's only about two-thirds of a page. Mm -hmm. You can only put so many things for each. And so as we worked with our colleagues to edit this, to say, okay, it's nice we did these five things in mm -hmm. redevelopment, but what, what are the three we're going to put in the report? You know, what, and what can we, how can we word them? And really being thoughtful of the language of it, um, I think that will evolve. I, I do think our goals will evolve a little bit, um, and so that's good. Yeah. I mean, we've got the right format that some of them may be different, some of them may be the same, and that's okay. You want to be able to share the information over time as you go through this. The other thing that I think we'll definitely continue to do, and I'm putting the marker in the ground so we can help make sure it happens, mm -hmm. is we mailed this to every household in the city of Fairfax. That's what, yeah, I want to ask you about the distribution. It, critically important. Mm -hmm. I get that we consume information electronically, it's on our phones, but yeah. the city of Fairfax prides itself in setting out its city scene once a month, mm -hmm. yeah. that it is a already existing document, and we put this as an insert to the city scene. Right. We knew that people read the city scene. We know that from survey after survey. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make sure it gets in their hands to see their story. And right. that, I think, is really important. Um, making sure that someone has to physically take a look at it before they decide to recycle it is critical. And, and you've got to put this in folks' hands, and I, and I hope that we continue to do that process. I think what's important, too, is when it goes to the homes, 
hopefully everybody in that household will be able to see it. Mm -hmm. So whether it's students that mm -hmm. start to get a sense of you know where where the money goes, you know their their job at the fast local fast food re, you know restaurant, and they mm -hmm. they see taxes being taken out of it. Where does that where does go? It go? Right. And this can help to start you know reinforce what government does, and where the money goes, and and you know and frankly to the extent that everything can't be fixed in one year, there's a plan, there's a focus, there are priorities. Mm -hmm. um, people need to know all that. And that's a great point because we already have the start of the accomplishments for this year on mm -hmm. page four, mm -hmm. right? And so it, it, it's forcing us as this existing council to go back and said, hey, last year we put out a piece of mail to every household that said we were going to do these things. Right. We probably ought to address those that's things. Right. Right? And fortunately, <laughs> we're, we're making progress on a lot of them, right? Yeah. And so that's, that's a nice transition because, again, mm -hmm. this is the last year of the previous council, the new year of the, of the first council. Now, mm -hmm. now four of us are, are, are continuing on. Mm -hmm. Two of our council members, Ellie Schmidt and Jeff Greenfield, retired. Mm -hmm. So there are a couple new council members now as well. So there's a great opportunity to sort of talk about where it is. And because, you know, in, in the city of Fairfax, we all run as a nonpartisan group. It's, you know, we're paving the roads, we're picking up the trash, we're working on the parks. You know, we've got the city, the fire police how we're doing it together, a lot of this is, is very apolitical. It is very much a, right. what are we operating, how are we doing, the right. nuts and bolts aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And that's very important to, mm -hmm. to focus on the fundamentals, and this gives us a way to do that. Absolutely. Um, and I, I was also curious, it might be a little too early to tell, but have you heard any feedback from folks on the report, you know, um, citizens or you know, locals in the community? The, the feedback has been positive. Great. You know, we, we just had a campaign, and so all of us were out door knocking. I had several folks say, I remember seeing that. Yeah. I did look at it. The reaction, though, is, is one that is exciting and also a little disheartening at the same time. Huh. It is, I read it. Things are going good. Yeah. And so I didn't think more about it. Right. right. And so so that's exciting from a council member perspective because you know mm -hmm. things are rolling, moving on there. But how much are people paying attention to it? Right. How much are they really thinking about it? I'm not sure, but, but that's our job. Our job is to mm -hmm. share information with the citizens. And to build on Ann's point, I think this is ripe for our, our, our senior classes and, and our high schools to take a look at, mm -hmm. to, for government classes, for civics classes. You know, putting this out here now arms teachers, arms professors, it, it's out there. It's publicly available data. Take a look at what, how we did it here and make comments of it. So we're setting the foundation mm -hmm. uh, to, to, for success, and, and it's just a matter of folks picking the ball up at that point. Right. No, it's just, yeah, I mean, there's so much information out there kind of flooding you every day, you know. Uh, so it, the hope is you can get this in front of folks, you know, get the information out there and be impactful. But then, like you said, constantly communicate constantly, you know. You're always having to, with everything, I mean, you know, podcasts, you know, for example, you got to let people know it's out there. Right. <laughs> so. But what I think, too, is important, and, and John touched on it, There's this is a lot of information, but it's in four pages. In many cases, through news or an article in the newspaper, you may get one aspect of this, but you know, or a piece of it, like oh, taxes are going up, but you don't see the whole picture about where they go and why taxes are going up. So, I mean, if that's the case, I'm not saying they are, <laughs> but but this puts it all into perspective in a package about what your city's doing. Mm -hmm. So. You know, I always, you know, I, I talk to people, it's like, I can't understand why you don't do a CCR. Right. To me, this makes perfect sense. Absolutely. And you were talking about using it in schools um, in Tallahassee. They actually do take a look, you know, their school system, they do take a look at the CCRs, and that is part of the curriculum 
in their civics oh, class is yeah. to talk about where your money goes. So there, there are school systems that are picking this up to say, wow, this is great information. It's packaged in the right way. Again, non-technical. So yes, you can have 15, 16 year olds take a look at this and understand what's right. going on in non, non-technical jargon. So one of the hopefully things it, it continues to pick up and, and broaden. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one of the things that, that I think is transformational about this type of report is I've, I've got page two and three open in front of me, right? It's where your money's going and right beside it is what you bought. Yeah, right? and, absolutely. And, and we, we as, a, as governments have to remind folks mm-hmm. that your, your, your investment, the revenue we bring in, is generating something on the other side. Right. And to, to, to have that conversation not in isolation mm-hmm. is really important because, you know, we, we have both happening here. And, and right. this format puts it in front of you in a way that it's hard to walk away from. And I think that's one of the values here. And as we were developing it and looking at it, we got to see it side by side. And speaking of multimedia, a big shout out to, to our communications team here. They, they saw this report and they actually did a video that's on our local channel 12. It's on our YouTube page that had the department heads walk through the five goals, talk about what we're doing. And it was a nice orienting piece to say, this is how we're, we're actually living these values. We're moving this forward. How are we right. thinking about the goals that we're achieving as, as a whole entity? I mean, we're a council manager form of government. You know, our staff mm-hmm. plays a critical role. We have an awesome staff here in the city of Fairfax and what they're accomplishing, you know, it, empowered by the citizens' input and the revenue we generate is, is really truly energizing to me. And so having that opportunity for them to highlight what's going on set the foundation, just makes us have better conversations, makes better decisions that way. Right. Well, since we have Anne here, I wanted to ask you a little bit about um, some of the CCRs that you see across the country and what, some questions I have are just, what organizations are doing, are creating these, you know? um, Let's start with that, just, you know, state, local, but I mean, give me a little flavor for the variety of CCRs you see out there. So what's interesting is we see several federal agencies Hmm. putting together Mm -hmm. CCRs. Patent and Trademark Office, mm-hmm. uh, Department of Homeland Security. Now, the first one that they mm-hmm. put together because it's such a large and complex organization, right. they put together a five-page CCR. <laughs> this, but but you know, to to the extent of how again how complex their organization oh, yeah. is, Imagine, yeah. if it's so high level, then it really doesn't mean anything. Right. So. So we talked to them, and I said, you know, if it's eight pages or ten, you know, ten pages, that's that's fine if it's still non-technical information, if it's very clear. Right. So that's what um, Architect of the Capitol mm-hmm. is putting it. Federal Aviation Administration, so federal level, yes. Right. Um, people are putting together CCRs. We have several uh, states, um, like Idaho State. State mm. of Idaho does a CCR, plus the police. Oh, the really? Idaho police do one. Okay. Again, trying to communicate about safety and where their focus and their priorities are. Mm. Um, we have school districts that have put together a CCR. So right. it's it's really, and then our chapters also are trying That's to right. communicate right. with their members mm-hmm. about what their priorities are, what they've done. So so there are CCRs at really at all levels. All levels and we're, right. again, we're trying to expand that. And AGA does provide a service to the community. We will review CCRs. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, you can go to our website at um, www.agacgfm.org. And if you look at um, the reports page, you can get to our CCR. You can get to um, basically the process that we go through for reviewing. And they can send uh, their CCRs to CCR at 
agacgfm.org. Okay. Uh, so we can always um, send them to us via mail. We will review them. We'll take a look at what, what really works, what pops, what's really strong, mm -hmm. as well as provide some constructive feedback um, and some suggestions for continuing to improve. Right. So we, so it's like getting free consulting. Absolutely. So we're happy to do that. We get um, many CCRs kind of throughout the year. Sometimes they come in waves after the end of a fiscal year. Maybe you wait three months to the end of the fiscal year. And at the state level, that's usually the end of June. So in the fall, we start to get CCRs. Our mm -hmm. chapters do them because they want to get recognized for what they're doing in support of AGA and their and the financial management community. And then government folks, they're, you know, federal government, their fiscal year ends in September, end of September. So then right. we usually see a wave of CCRs in the January, February timeframe. So mm -hmm. all year long, we are reviewing and commenting and we've got um, an accountability work group that identif that is passionate about the CCR. So we have lots of volunteers that, that help us review and mm -hmm. we put together a letter, send it back. And for those that meet all the key aspects that we desire in a CCR, they get the Certificate of Excellence in Reporting. So, yeah. and we're happy to you know, put our stamp, our logo. <laughs> they can use that on the next CCR. So yeah, we're, we're happy to continue to do what we can to uh, expand the use right. of CCRs. And you know what, that was really critical for us as we got this going. Because when I walked into our city manager's office and said, hey, we're gonna do this thing called Citizen-Centric Report. Mm -hmm. I didn't just say it, I brought some with me. Right, exactly. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he could take a look at it, could touch it, could see, oh, how are other people doing? Oh, interesting. I, I see what you're talking about. And I, right. I would encourage folks who are you know, thinking about how do I move my organization forward, be mm -hmm. it a city council or be it a federal agency. This is a great tool to spark conversations. And, and it's really hard to argue against. Right. You right. will find people having reasons to not do anything. They, they always come up with something. But to really stay, stay focused on it, you know. Right. Um, bird dog this. Be a part of it. Be, be on it. Because it's really helpful in the conversations that go in here that the public may never see about how did you choose that metric actually help you understand your organization incredibly well. And if you're doing work in the federal space, state space, or local space, we have to tell our story. Right. Building trust is right. really important. And this is one way to do this. Show what's going out there. Not all of our lines and our metrics are going up. Right. Of course not. Yeah. That, that's part of life. That's okay. Yeah. We've got to talk about that. How are we going to continue to move forward? It's active management. It's being engaged and, and putting it there and having the examples on the website was just really helpful to get this across the goal line. And we post right. all the copies of the web of the CCRs that we receive. So they're oh, all great. listed on our website. So there are lots of examples. And I will say there are no two that are identical. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. so there is no one way to... Um, display metrics or talk about what your goals or your accomplishments or the financials. I mean, we've seen tables, we've seen pie charts, we've seen lots of you know bar graphs. Yeah. So people can make it their own. We're not trying to dictate how or you know what the presentation looks like, but just the type of information right. that we believe is important to citizens. Right. No, I think uh, I, mean, I, I did a podcast recently with uh, Arizona and. Uh, I think Scottsdale, they do a CCR. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they have these meetings uh, kind of between the different cities and AGA chapters, basically, but they all come together. And they and I think Scottsdale showed their CCR, and everybody was jealous. that we got to do this, too. So it spreads, you know, like wildfire, you I think. You would love a competition. <laughs> it's like, don't you know, one-up the, the county or the city next to you. That's so, right. No, yeah. I think, you know, once your peers or colleagues see these things, they want to do it, too. And like you said, it's not, it's four pages, you know. It's, and it it's makes a, sense. It makes sense. It's data that's out there. It's data that people want to know that live in your community. Right. So, uh, well, 
I think we're at our uh, ending point here, but thank you both very much for being on the podcast and uh, look forward to many more CCRs coming out in the years to, to come here. Really appreciate it. And thanks for coming to the great city of Fairfax. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, that's our show. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. Go to www.agacgfm.org to see more of our podcasts. We also have links um, to all the different handouts and presentations from our guests. And until next time, this is Paul Marshall signing off for Accountability Talks with AGA.